Imagine the step change that could be delivered if your organization operated like a Formula One team. Hi, and welcome to Helping You Perform. I'm your host, Paul Teasdale. Over a career working with high-performing teams from across the globe, including seven years working with Formula One team McLaren, I've learned a lot about what it takes to drive results. In this weekly podcast series, I'm going to be bringing you tips, tricks and insights from the world of Formula One that you can apply for your organisation for your own high performance. Enjoy. Hi, and welcome to episode two of the Helping You Perform podcast, where I bring you insights, tips and tricks from the world of Formula One and help you apply them to your organisation. In the first episode, I covered off three leadership lessons from the world of F1. Those being decisions at the point of most knowledge, look for the eyes, and how to build a culture of responsibility through trusted data. In today's episode, I wanna cover off a question that often got asked to me throughout my seven years working with McLaren when working with external clients. And that was, why is F1 applicable to my organization? Surely what I do is completely different to the world of F1. And on the face of it, that might be the case. But like anything in terms of lessons learned and applicability, it's all about digging down to the methodologies, the ways of working and those leadership practices that go along with it. And if you can understand how those practices, how those methodologies have led to performance in that high performance environment, then you can take some of those practices and understand how you can apply them to your organization and what's relevant to your organization, because admittedly, not all of it will be. So in my time working with McLaren, I worked with all sorts of different organizations, everything from supermarket chains to uh, airport operations, oil and gas drilling, pharmaceutical manufacturer, fizzy drink operations, all sorts of different things. And all of them found parallels at some point with what we're doing in the world of F1. And we're able to take those learnings and use them to actually drive performance in their area. So some of the areas of parallels that I would talk to clients about and still do is around things like competition, regulation, innovation, logistics, stakeholders, believe it or not, uh, funding and limited resources and data-driven decisions. So we'll cover off a few of those just to give you some examples in those areas. So competition, it's fairly obvious in the world of F1 and in any major sport where the competition is. You can see them performing, they're on the track with you and you can see how the competition are performing compared to yourself. Now, you can learn from that competition and you can learn what you're doing that's working well, what the competition's doing that's learning well, and you can steal with pride might be the, the way of putting it. You can look and be inspired by, by what they're doing to either get up to their level or ideally to leapfrog them and then to stay ahead of that competition. So being aware of what your competition are doing can be a real advantage so that you know what you need to do to stay ahead of the game. 
Now, regulation was an interesting one because the world of F1 is highly regulated. There are lots of rules and those rules are constantly changing. Now, what Formula One have been able to do over the years, and McLaren in particular have got some great stories about this, is use those regulations to drive innovation. So by truly understanding the limits of where you're allowed to operate, what's in the, in the, the black and white area, what's in the gray area, where are the boundaries, you can start to really think about what can we do that's different. And those can be in some major transformations and major bits of improvement, or they can be how do we incrementally change to just eke the most out of those regulations as we go through. An example that I might go deeper into in a different episode was something called the F-duct, which was uh, an innovation that came about by understanding the regulations around a rear wing movement and whether or not it, whether or not it was allowed to move and then what could be done to work within the regulations that would give the performance that we were trying to drive. Now, global logistics is an interesting one because the actual operation of a Formula One team is highly technical, it's highly complex. If you think about it, there's 20 odd races throughout the year and you're having to get your cars, your people, um, all of the marketing uh, facilities, all the rest of it needs to be moved around the world to get to those different areas. And so you need a, a logistics team and there was a fantastic logistics team at McLaren whose, whose job it was purely to get this stuff from place to place and to be able to, as soon as you get there, to put up the, um, the marketing suites or to get the, um, the pit lane ready and to get the garages ready so that people could operate in those in the quickest time possible. So lots of ways in which the um, operations team, logistics team set themselves up for success and make things easy for themselves can be uh, applied to your organization as well. Now I talked as well about limited resource. Now, believe it or not, the Formula One world has regulations about how much you can spend. So even though those numbers can be slightly different to your operation, in a lot of cases, those numbers might be a lot bigger than you're used to dealing with. But with a lot of multinationals, those numbers are relatively insignificant as well. But the fact is there are limits to what you can spend and are limits to what funding you have coming in. So those decisions around how do we choose where to spend, where to invest, there are some brilliant setups in terms of prioritization, understanding where do we invest for this season versus do we spend that money in, and use it for investing in future seasons. Great learnings that can be taken from that world so that you, you can apply them to your organization as well. And a final one I'll touch on, which I'm sure I'm going to be doing a deep dive session into uh, this in some later episode, is on data-driven decisions. Now, the world of F1 is highly data-centric. There's huge amounts of data being generated, being reviewed, analyzed, understood, and the maturity around that data is really, really impressive. So what can you learn about the journey that McLaren have been on over the years to prioritize, understand, and use that data so that it drives the performance that you actually want from your organization. So the lesson here is there's loads of different areas in which 
the world of Formula One and that high performance environment can be viewed that are applicable to your opportunities, your challenges, the things that you're facing in your organization at this moment in time. So I just want you to imagine what could you expect to see if you were to apply some of those ways of working, some of those high performance methodologies to a particular challenge that you're facing right now. Maybe the biggest challenge in your organization is about logistics and being able to get efficiencies and higher performance through that area. Or it might be about squeezing the most out of the regulations that you've got in your space. Imagine the step change that could be delivered if your organization operated like a Formula One team. So the question is, what are the challenges that you're facing right now? What could you do in those areas that could be applicable from the world of Formula One and move them into your organization? And what would that mean to you, your people and your performance? So what I want you to do from here is consider that. Where are those areas of opportunity? Where are those areas of challenge in your organization that are causing you the most grief or have the biggest area of opportunity for you to plug into? Once you've identified those, take me up on this offer, which is to go to my website at www.paulteasdale.co.uk and set up a free 30 minute chat with me where we can talk about what are the challenges, what are the opportunities that you're facing, what could be applicable from the world of F1 for your organization and explore where that goes. And that's a no obligations. I'm not looking to sell. I'm looking to add value in those pieces. And hopefully we can help you to apply Formula One thinking and Formula One performance to your organization. Join me in episode three, where bear with me for one second, I will be looking to address a whole area starting around the data-driven performance. So why data-driven performance puts data last in Formula One? That's what I'm going to be covering off in episode three. In the meantime, reach out to me with any of your challenges, any of your thoughts. I'd love to hear how you can apply some of these things or your questions and, and uh, concerns about what can be applied in your organization. So do take me up. There'll be a link in the show notes as well as on my website for a free 30-minute consultation where we can just talk about your challenges and opportunities and where we can take this. And ultimately, how can we get Formula One performance for you and your teams? I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Helping You Perform podcast. If you found value in this episode, please take a moment to like, share, or review the podcast. You can reach out to me at any time, either through LinkedIn or through my website at www.paulteasdale.co.uk. I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode.